fresh stories, artist interviews. You're listening to Life Songs B-Sides. From Life Songs Studio B, New Orleans, here's your host, James Mott. Welcome to Life Songs B-Sides, some extra content for lifesongs.com. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, James. We're hanging out in Studio B with Chris Neal out of Baton Rouge. He just released a self-titled EP on February 28th, actually, on Mardi Gras, so, and it's awesome. So we invited him to come and hang out with us. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for making it, man. I know you hit some traffic on the way in, which seems to be the norm in As you usual. Know, Louisiana. Oh, yeah. But good to have you here, man. I'm going to ask you the same question that I ask every artist that I have in here. How did you get your start in music? You're obviously a a very talented musician. I know talking to you a little bit before we started recording the podcast that you've done a lot of stuff musically. So how did you get your start in the music industry? Well, I got my start in the music industry um, back in 2012. Myself and four of my best friends, we released an EP. Our band was The Assembly. So that would have been my introduction to the to the yeah. music industry back in 2012. Right. And uh, yeah, we, we, um, we got a lot of great feedback from that and still do. Um, uh, so that's when I got my start. And um, were you playing music from like a young age? Yeah, I, I, I was. So so actually growing up, my dream was to be in the NBA. Really? Yeah. <laughs> my dream was to be in the NBA, but that was that was sidetracked. Let's see. One summer might have been the summer uh, going into ninth grade or going into 10th grade. I sprained my ankle yeah. one summer and I couldn't play basketball at all because that's what I spent the majority of my time doing. So I uh I picked up the guitar yeah. and started learning guitar uh, in, in the absence of my, my basketball playing. And I come from a musical family. Both my parents right. are musicians and they sing. So I started to I started to learn guitar, got involved in my youth worship team playing yeah. guitar. That seems where everybody gets their Yeah, I know, right? Start is that they all they're all like I started learning music and then I joined my youth band and it was exactly. It was just downhill from there. <laughs> right. One, um, let's see. One week for our our youth service, uh, right before I entered my senior year of high school, uh, there was no one who uh, was available to lead worship. Yeah. And so, so they threw me in there, and I hadn't done it yet. I hadn't sung in public yet. But uh, wow. That uh, is probably what needed to happen to get me to to do it. Is is that kind know, of like okay? You have no choice. Yeah, there's there's no one the else wolves. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, that's that's where I started singing, right before my senior year of high school, and um, fell in love with it. And it it eventually started to outpace sports in my my level of interest and right. my passions. And right. yeah, I ended up spending all of my. Uh, or a lot of my um, spare time playing guitar, writing songs. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. And so then you started the assembly. You told me that you ended up get, getting a lot of notice from some record labels with the assembly. Yeah, yeah, we sure did. We got some notice from from some labels. And uh, the funny thing was it the the assembly it just started out as just uh, as five best friends who we loved making music together. So yeah. we... Uh, we had these songs that, that, you know, we had written and we wanted to put them out there. So we did. And it it kind of, uh, it took off and took us by surprise to be honest with you. And, uh, so we, um, 
we did uh we did a little bit to um to pursue that you know we we played uh we played at a handful of places yeah um you know when whenever whenever those opportunities that we were able to to make them all work out with everyone's schedules but yeah um it's not something that we ever pursued as a as a career everyone had um different things going on in in their lives with work and right. getting married things like that so yeah uh, that's one thing that I, I think is really cool about the assembly is that it's a it's it's a hobby for you know a group of best friends and we don't have the the pressures of uh trying to make it work as a as a business right. and you know we we released a single in 2013 and we haven't released anything since then and yeah. you know we probably will do a little more in the future record a song here and there right. just uh yes cuz we 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 love hanging out with each other we love making music together that's awesome, man. So how did you come to release your own EP coming from, I know that, I mean, it's 2017. So in 2012, you know, you're working with the assembly, you release a single in 2013 and now on February 28th of 2017, you release your solo EP. So how'd you, how'd you get from the assembly to this point? Sure. So I'm always writing music. Yeah. So I, so, you know, with the assembly, everyone was, uh, that that wasn't something that that we were going to keep pursuing, you know. Like I right. said, as a, as a career, but right. I, I needed a another outlet because I'm just constantly writing. It's a passion of mine, and yeah. uh, it's something that God has placed on on my heart to to write music that will try to encourage people and um, speak life to people. Hopefully, point people to Jesus. Ultimately, so I had um, I had you know several more songs written and. Uh, I felt like I needed to record them and, and put them out there, and I just felt like moving forward, the best outlet to do that would would to do a would be to do a solo project, and right. uh, um, yeah, just kind of turn the chapter. So in in that regards, and yeah. uh, going a little different direction musically with that, yeah, it's kind of uh, it's a little different stylistically and uh, and content wise from from the assembly. So felt like it would be good to. Uh, you know, just turn the page and go in a different direction. Yeah, branch out. Yeah, and I mean it's it's successful. I really enjoy the EP. We're actually about to listen Thanks. to one of the songs off of it. It's called Thirty. And on the other side of the song, we'll talk a little bit more about that and how you recorded the album because you recorded it in Colorado. Yeah, which we're actually going to bring in uh, Chris's wife Courtney to talk about the recording process because just to tease it a little bit, she was seven months pregnant. In Colorado while Chris is recording this album. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But first, we're going to listen to 30 off of Chris's EP that came out just a little while ago, just 10 days ago, actually. This is 30 off of Chris Neal's EP. You're listening to Life Songs B-Sides. Feeling worried, I haven't done more with my life. When I was 15, I thought it'd be easy to conquer every dream in my path. I wanted to play guitar, possibly be a star. I thought I found my purpose in life, but here I am in my room, 
patiently in the womb I'm placing notes and words on these wounds That have me feeling from Chris Neal. You're listening to Life Songs B-Sides. I am your host, James. Chris, can you tell us a little bit about the story behind 30? Sure. So um, a minute ago, we were talking about the assembly and, uh, you know, there was a period of time, you know, we released that EP in 2012, a single in 2013. And then this, uh, this solo EP that I'm just put out, it's, it's, we're now in 2017. So those years in between, they were difficult for me. Um, they were difficult for me at, at times because, uh, we weren't doing much with the assembly. And so I, I, uh, I felt kind of trapped as far as having that outlet to uh, 
to to get these uh, to get these songs out there that I felt like uh, you know I felt like God had given me. I felt like they could help some people. So uh, right. the song Thirty was the most difficult song that I've ever written, and it's 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 very honest, and uh, I'm very vulnerable with it. Um, and what it is in a nutshell, it's me becoming aware of the disconnect between the once lofty dreams and goals I had as a as a 15 year old and yeah. uh, contrasted with my current reality yeah. you know at the at the time that I wrote it and I was looking at it from a career and uh, a success mindset what right. you know what the what the world would view as as being successful in your career and I felt right. like I really didn't have much to show for I didn't really have um I really didn't have anything to show for it compared to what I once thought I was going to whenever I was right. 15 years old and, and uh, you know, I just had the world at my at my feet. Yeah. And so it, it was it was me dealing with all of those emotions. Yeah. And then at the same time, like so wonderful coming to the revelation that that in those years that felt so anonymous and felt so um they felt uh, unsuccessful in a yeah. way that God was uh, testing and building my character through those years. Um, he had his hand on me all along and um, and it, it helped me to see that his plan is best, that his timing is best for and, and you know, whatever does or doesn't come of my my career and, you know, whatever. Uh, trophies I, I can or can't put in the closet is really secondary now to to the things that I feel like God has taught me throughout these last few years. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and in these in in those years, I was married to my best friend Courtney, who I'm happy to have here with us today, and that was the the best thing that's that's ever happened to me uh yeah. just in november right in the middle of this whole uh process of recording and releasing this ep we had our first child a little boy who's four months old now and that has been like the most the most wonderful thing i know courtney would agree with me like yeah. you know it's only been four months but i i can't imagine what uh i i don't know what we were doing all that time with without him now yeah so so yeah, thirty is uh, yeah. It's in in a nutshell. It's me coming to um, coming to that crossroads of of realizing that um, um, you know what I once thought was was success is is not is not success and yeah and and God just realigning my focus and my vision onto the things that are really important to Him and uh, it's it's been the most wonderful thing that uh, coming to that realization you know if having a family and, um, and, uh, guarding my heart above all else, as the Bible tells us is, yeah. uh, you know, along this, this journey that we have is so much more important than what, what I once viewed as, as me having a successful career. Absolutely. And 30 comes off of the recently released EP that Chris put out. And we actually have Courtney hanging out with, in Studio B with us. Hi, Courtney. Hey. It's good to have you here. But wanted to talk to both of you about, because Chris mentioned it, that, you know, in the middle of this whole process, yeah. you know, after uh, Courtney and he had his their first child. Yep. Um, 
and in the recording process, you were pregnant yeah, while y'all were months. in Colorado. Yeah. So can y'all tell us a little bit about how the recording process went and like how you you guys have found a balance now with the you know the EP coming out as just as you guys are starting your family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first off, we we drove there. So that in itself oh was uh, was that's like a, hard. a what like twenty three hour drive? Was, oh yeah, yeah. It was at least twenty. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, I enjoyed it. I think we both are pretty go with the flow and laid back, and so we just we yeah. just had fun with it and yeah. made it an adventure. And um, we have family that lives in Colorado, so we made it like a little vacation. But that's awesome. it was. Um, it was really fun for me. I mean, I I love supporting him, and I know that God has called him to this, and so it's uh, an honor for me to be able to be by his side and yeah. and do that. But it was hard. I mean, the air is a lot thinner over there, and it's <laughs> yeah. made it a bit harder to breathe with yeah. a big belly. Yeah, she's such a trooper. She we were out in beautiful Durango, Colorado. Yeah. Um, and she was out there while I was recording. She was out there hiking, seven months pregnant. You were hiking in Colorado. Yes, I was. And I actually, I brought my cousin. Yeah. He came with us. And so I wasn't just by myself hiking well, in that's the middle good. of the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure that um, gave Chris some relief. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, but um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I was trying to get as much exercise as I could could yeah all the good air over there yeah (laughs) but it 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 was um it was a very um busy time for us because we had that going going on so uh you know in a sense i felt like i was i was pregnant with this with this project (laughs) uh because it 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 could very easily consume my thoughts and my time and while at the same time we have something way more important, a, a little a little child that's that was actually going to, you know, going to be born. And he was born at the beginning of November, right in the middle of the whole process. So it, it was a, a very interesting time for us just uh, um, balancing that. And I know I had to be to be I had to try to be careful to be sensitive that I, I was uh I wasn't becoming one track minded with the right, really with the recording had to, process. Had to guard and, your time. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And Chris is very, very one track minded. He's a maximizer. So he works on what right. he puts all his eggs in that one basket. So right. Yeah, and it was it was a, a very interesting time for us because we had so much going on with right. um with Courtney being pregnant and then I felt like in a sense that I was pregnant with this project. Right. Uh, it could very easily consume my my thoughts and my time. And so I, f- I found myself a lot of the time trying to be be very sensitive to. Uh, well, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. To to, you know, just understand what was what was going on there. And then actually, actually, Beckham actually being born was the best perspective uh the life pers- changer yeah, yeah perspective shift for me ever but um balance yeah balance. how did how did you guys achieve a balance between like family and the project because i mean i know that music can kind of consume things I, I like how you how you put it chris that you know if you weren't careful that it could consume you so how do you guys 
especially going forward with, you know, with your son being here, being four months old with the EP releasing very recently. Yeah. You know, how do you guys, how do you guys maintain a, a balance between family and, you know, a, a bludgeoning or a budgeting career? Right. Yeah. Well, I feel like my, one of my roles as Chris's wife is to keep us focused and focused on the main thing. What, what are the main goals here? Um, cause he's very one track minded. He loves to, um, just put his, all of his eggs in that one basket right. and go with it. Um, and so for, for me, I try to keep a bigger perspective. What, um, what is God calling us to in this season and what are the main things, family, um, each other, um, you know, the local church, not just, you know, chasing after these dreams, but being very present where we are. Right. I, I try to keep us focused on that. Yeah. And she does a great job. And our son being born was the, uh, was such a perspective shifter for right. us. That the was ultimate, the ultimate way of keeping you grounded. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and as Courtney was mentioning, you know, we, we want to absolutely be faithful stewards of, of this project because right. we, you know, it's songs that I, I feel like that God has, has given to me and songs that I feel like can minister to people, can encourage absolutely. people. And, absolutely. um, and uh, point them to Jesus ultimately, mm-hmm. but at the same time, family is first. Yeah, and uh, you know if I, I feel like if we don't have our priorities in order, then um, everything will just become chaotic, and we'll lose yeah. our we'll lose our vision for why we're why we're doing what we're doing. Right. So yeah, we that's something the Bible talks about us. Uh, guarding our heart above all else. And that's something that we want to be very careful about as we move forward, uh, that we do that and we don't let, uh, any of these, uh, side distractions or, yeah, or, you know, we don't want to let our, our perspective, uh, shift and, yeah, and to get because out of focus. I mean, what is true success? I guess when you look at a life of a believer or someone um, that has done a lot for the kingdom, right. true success really is to me that you can look at their family and their kids. They are they're grounded and they know that the Lord loves them and and also that they made an impact where they were and and they stayed grounded to me someone that is faithful till the end that is um is a success and so i just i try to keep that in mind especially trying to balance um balance everything going on the keeping the main thing the main thing is is really what we're trying to do well yeah i mean absolutely it's hard to I've noticed it's hard to keep track of like the most valuable asset that we have as people, especially when it comes to our relationships mm-hmm. is time. Yeah. And so, you know, as you mentioned, Chris being one track minded, um, you know, I, I can understand that because you get focused on something and you want to get it right. done and you want to get it done right. Do it to the best of your abilities. But having to uh, divide your time and not focus too much on one thing yeah. uh, is definitely a paramount uh, with, uh, you know, brand new family. 
with you know this this project with all yeah. that. So commend you guys on on being able to yeah. handle the pressures. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. We're working on it. I know, <laughs> trying to keep each other first through it all. I that's mean, right. that's that's absolutely. Kind of hard. So we're gonna actually listen to another track off of the EP. This is Painted Lights. And we'll talk a little bit more about Painted Lights on the other side of it. But you're listening to Life Songs B-Sides with Chris, Neal, and Courtney. Thank you very much for being here. This is Painted Lights. Can't be found, I know 
Painted Lights from Chris Neal off of his EP that came out just a few weeks ago. You're listening to Life Songs B-Sides. I'm James. Can you tell us a little bit about that song, Chris? Yes, absolutely. So I grew up in a wonderful Christian home. My parents were and still are pastors in New Iberia. Awesome. Which is uh, home of Tabasco sauce. <laughs> it's our little claim to fame. There you go. I mean, that's a very important. It is. Uh, very important. It is. Who doesn't know or like Tabasco sauce? Exactly. Uh, so I grew up in a wonderful Christian home, but, you know, I came to a point in my life, as uh, I think everyone does, where they want to know why they believe what they believe, right. whether they're person of faith or not, you know, right. they, they want to have some substance to back up what they believe. And so, um, you know, I went through that stage of life where I wanted to, I wanted to know why I believed, you know, this, uh, these scriptures, for instance, why I had this faith that I had. And, um, I, I was on a journey to discover that. And I wanted to be able to have an answer for, for any question that came up or any skeptics, um, you know, about the Christian faith. Right. And so along that journey, it was, it, it was frustrating at times because there were things that I simply couldn't wrap my brain around and there were things right. that I simply couldn't explain away. And so ultimately God was dealing with my heart during this whole phase and um, he, he he helped me to, to see that, uh, that obviously with our Christian faith, there is definitely a large... Uh, a large faith element to it. Right. There's some things that we will we will never under understand. We'll never know why certain things happen, but uh, we we have to at the end of the day make up our our mind and trust uh, and trust God. And so uh, this song was was a culmination of that process for me of going through those those feelings and and emotions and uh, and coming to the. Uh, coming to that place where where I was ultimate, ultimately relieved that I didn't have to I didn't have to figure it all out and I didn't have to know all of the answers because I, I needed to trust in God that His ways are are best His ways are higher and um, because trying to wrap my brain around every little thing was just kind of like a um, a little cyclical process that right. would just keep me going in, in circles forever and was ultimately just uh just frustrating uh so um it, it was it was a time where god just really dealt with my dealt with my heart and helped me to uh to come to complete trust in him and that that's where the imagery of the, of the rainbow comes in just a it's just a, a beautiful reminder that he's in control and that there's there's things going on that we're never going to fully understand or know why but can be comforted that he's in control and i will add that um that is in no way wanting to take away from our responsibility and duty as a believer to study and and know the scripture and the, right. the Bible is very clear about that in Second um, Timothy two fifteen to uh, to study the word First Peter three fifteen to always have a always having a, a defense and answer for the hope that we have. Right. So it's it's in no mean trying to make an excuse for uh, for us not knowing the scriptures and not being very grounded in that. But at the end of the day, we have to, 
we have to uh, trust God that that He knows what's best and that His Absolutely. His plan, His timing, His ways are are higher than ours. Absolutely, and that song "Painted Lights" comes off of the EP that came out on February twenty eighth. Where can you pick up if somebody's digging the music? Where can they pick up the EP? So the EP can be found on any of the digital stores that sell or stream music. It's on iTunes, Amazon, Apple Music, Spotify. Um, You can find it any of those stores. If you like uh, physical copies, if you still listen to CDs in your car, in your home, you can order those directly off of Amazon. Just type in Chris Neal or Chris Neal EP. Right. Um, and you will be able to find that. That would be the best way to. Awesome. And if they want to keep up, because I know that you were mentioning that you would like to start playing some shows uh, in support of the EP, where can they follow you on social media, website, any, uh, any sure. stuff like that? Website is chrisneal.com, and that's Chris with a K, K-R-I-S, Neal, N-E-E-L, chrisneal.com. Uh, that would be the best place to find everything uh, all of the information all summed up there, but I'm also on, um, uh, Facebook. I've got a, a music page on Facebook, facebook.com slash Chris Neal music or Instagram or Twitter. If you just uh, search for my name, you'll be able to find me on there as well. Awesome. So you should definitely check out and pick up the EP that just came out. It's fantastic. It's got five songs on it. We played two of them on the show. The rest of them are all fantastic. Check out Chris Neal's EP. Big stuff coming in the future. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, Courtney, for uh, joining us as well. Really appreciated uh, both of you guys coming down and making the trip. Yeah, thanks for having us. Of course. So you've been listening to Life Songs B-Sides, extra content for LifeSongs.com. I'm your host, James, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to Life Songs B-Sides. Engage with Life Songs through social media and on LifeSongs.com. For more information or B-Sides suggestions, email james at LifeSongs.com. Reminding you, God is good all the time.